I Hate the View, episode 10. Mr. Reagan. All right, so I'm just going to go back to calling this series I Hate the View because calling it I Love the View doesn't seem to change the YouTube algorithm's treatment of these videos. So I might as well just be honest about it. (laughs) So... On Wednesday, the full House of Representatives is scheduled to cast their votes on impeachment. And if they vote to proceed, a Senate trial is set to start in early 2020. But some Republicans say you don't have to wait that long to see where this is going. Take a look. Everything I do during this, I'm coordinating with White House counsel. I am trying to give a pretty clear signal I have made up my mind. I'm not I trying wasn't to in pretend to be a fair juror here. That's a violation of the oath that they're about to take, and it's a complete subversion of the constitutional scheme. So, did we... Okay. <laughs> did we just see Mitch and Lindsay admit that they're prepared to violate the constitutional yes, yes, duty? I mean, isn't, isn't it... Aren't you supposed to get on the jury, hear everything out... And then make a decision. Don't they tell you don't come in with predetermined ideas? Well, they're basically saying I'm a party hack and I don't give a fig about the Constitution. Basically, that's what they're saying. And I think people are going to get smart and and hip to that pretty soon. All right. So sometimes the things that these women say are so stupid that it's actually difficult for me to respond to them. But this is all just a taste of the craziness of The View recently. We'll get into all the good stuff here in a moment. But first, I have to sell you something. Have you already played Raid Shadow Legends? If not, it's the right time to start because Raid is finally available for PC and Mac. Now, I was introduced to this game because I started doing ads for them, but honestly, truly, this is one of the most addictive games I have ever played. And the graphics and the sound and the story are all truly epic. Seriously, that is not Pitchman hype. And it's free. It is a totally free game. This is an amazing dark fantasy RPG now finally available on PC and Mac. Raid on PC is the same game as the smartphone versions, but the graphics are even better, and there are lots of cool animations and control customizations for ease of play. The difference is really noticeable. And this is actually a cross-platform game, which means that when you play on your PC or Mac, you can continue playing on your phone later. Basically, you can enjoy playing Raid anywhere. The download and registration runs really smoothly, took me a few minutes, and you don't need a super powerful computer to enjoy the speed and graphics. There are 400 champions to collect and customize. I tend to favor a dark elf by the name of Kale. He was a character that I had early on and I just built him way up. I love this game, and if you want to join me, just look for my nickname, Sir Reagan, and shoot me an invite and join my clan. Oh, and again, this game is totally free. There are already 15 million players in the game worldwide. People are talking about it on YouTube and Reddit, etc. So there's a lot of help out there getting started. You can start playing right now by hitting the link in the description. Make sure you do it there to get your 50,000 free silver and a free epic champion as a part of their new player program. Make sure you click the link in the description and join me. I'll see you there. It's almost as if these women have not been paying attention whatsoever to this impeachment process. Uh, They are proposing, get this, that it's the Republicans who made up their mind before they should have. (laughs) I mean, I know they have selective hearing, uh, even more than that, selective perceiving of all information in every way possible, but did they miss this? One of the biggest criticisms of the process has been the speed at which the House Democrats are moving. 
If this is, but seriously though, seriously. It's been going on for 22 months, okay? <laughs> but uh, but well, a lot. Two and a half years, actually. Did they miss this? And when your son looks at you and says, Mama, look, you won, bullies don't win. And no. I said, baby, they don't. Because we're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the mother <laughs> And did they miss this? Are you concerned that impeachment talk may actually help the president's re-election? I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get re-elected. The Democrats have been trying to impeach Trump since before he was elected. The Democrats have had their mind made up since before impeachment even started. They knew they were going to impeach him. They just didn't know the excuse they were going to use to do so. I know that we on the right often say that if Democrats are accusing the Republicans of something, you can be sure that that's exactly what they're doing themselves. I mean, we say that a lot, but come on. Do they have to keep on proving us right? They said Donald Trump colluded with the Russians in order to interfere with the 2016 election. Uh, no, actually Hillary Clinton colluded with the Ukrainians to interfere in the 2016 election. They say Donald Trump demanded a quid pro quo. Actually, no, Joe Biden demanded a quid pro quo. And now they're saying Republicans in the Senate made up their minds not to remove the president from office before they've actually heard all the evidence. No, actually the Democrats in the House made up their mind to impeach Donald Trump before hearing any evidence at all. They say Republicans are racist whilst they act totally racist. They claim Republicans are sexist whilst they act totally sexist, and they call us Islamophobic while constantly attacking Christians. This is a case of what Dinesh D'Souza calls the big lie. The idea is that if you present a lie big enough, people will believe it because it's hard for a reasonable person to believe that seemingly dignified, important people would lie so terribly. And this is why this sort of thing is so difficult to comment on. Ordinarily, the left will say something that is fairly reasonable sounding, but upon further investigation and by using some common sense, we discover that it is utterly wrong. However, when Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar say something that is as ridiculous as this, there's not a lot you can say other than that is absurd. Joe Biden is not the crucial person here. He's not the one who's being uh, uh, investigated right now. But still, right if now. you're asked, if you're subpoenaed, you should say, I'm going to uh, do what but the law says I need to do. I'm going to show up and, and I'm going to testify. But in his case, he's, he's, it's a separate issue. That, it's, that not to, the argument, it's not though. germane to what is going on in the Senate right now. Yeah. This, this is the message from the Democrats. Joy Behar always provides a succinct, boiled-down version of the message of the Democrats. You can always count on her to present their argument clearly and in the strongest possible terms. The message is, Joe Biden has nothing to do with this impeachment. Joe Biden is totally irrelevant. Uh, no, Joe Biden is absolutely critical to impeachment. The reason Democrats want to distract people from the Biden question is that they, they know Biden is guilty of corruption. And if Biden's guilty of corruption, then Donald Trump was right to ask the Ukrainian president to investigate his corrupt dealings in Ukraine. Nancy Pelosi understands this. CNN, MSNBC, The New York Times, they all understand this. Even Joy Behar understands this. The only people who I suspect don't actually understand this is Democrat voters. Why? Because the media refuses to talk about it. Because they know that if people figure this out, they'll want to know if Joe Biden is guilty of corruption or not. And when the truth comes out that Joe Biden is guilty of corruption, corruption that is far worse than anything Donald Trump has ever been accused of, the public sentiment will turn so strongly against the Democrats that they will, overnight, lose all public support for their 2020 presidential campaigns, as well as their congressional campaigns. The 2020 elections will be decided in an instant in favor of Republicans. This argument 
that Biden is relevant. This is the desperate, deranged rantings of Democrat cultists. I cannot believe that they would vote to impeach and convict a, a president, a sitting president, for perjuring himself, and they would not vote to convict a president and remove, who cle- and remove a president who clearly used a foreign, wanted to use a foreign government for his own personal benefit to impede our very democracy. Right. That is the height of hypocrisy for this Republican-led right. Senate. But, but my job I, I don't here, understand that. My job here is not to litigate the ethics of it. I'm an ABC political analyst along with being a VIEW co-host. My job is to analyze the politics of it. And I'm telling you but the I'm politics of this. But I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about I, the I'm people you my that job are, are here. the senators that finish. are in the Senate. Here's what's happening now. We're going to keep... Girl, please stop talking. Please stop talking right now. Because you know what? No What's happening? Thank you. No problem. Thank you. I won't talk the rest of the show. No okay, that's, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. If you're going to behave like this. I'm not behaving like anything. You are. You are talking over. Perspective. Yes, we understand no, I'm that. No, I'm talk. But and then you she... are, but what you're doing. No, I'm not. Is ju- your fr- so I... We're not doing anything. How about this? Former FBI. We'll be right back. Oh. This is the now famous Meghan McCain shutdown. Now, I am not a fan of Meghan McCain. I find Meghan McCain and Abby Huntsman both detestable. I want to like them, but I don't. They claim to be Republicans, but they are so blinded by their hatred of Donald Trump that they are constantly complaining about him on their stupid show day after day. There is zero objectivity. Their entire perspective is tainted by their hatred of Donald Trump. In this instance, however, it's pretty obvious that Meghan McCain was treated utterly unfairly. Democrats are constantly demanding that people apologize for various little things that they've done 40 years ago. So in that context, somebody really needs to demand that Whoopi Goldberg apologize to Meghan McCain. Now, I've actually seen Whoopi say rational things from time to time, and I always commend her when she does. But this is not one of those moments. I'll be honest, it gives me no pleasure to defend Meghan McCain, but I think this is a perfect illustration of how the left typically feels about the right. They want to state their irrational, emotionally driven ideas about Donald Trump and the Republicans, but when anybody tries to challenge them with facts or even just another perspective, they plug their ears and they scream, la la, la la, la la, because they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear facts. Facts. They don't want to hear logic. They don't want to hear anything that could potentially wake them up from their beautiful daydream. In this case, I don't even know what Meghan McCain was trying to say. It's very possible that she was trying to agree with Sonny Hostin. It's not clear that she was going to contradict her, but the ladies of The View are so terrified of having their ideas challenged that they express contentment with the idea that someone they perceive to be a conservative would just shut up for the rest of the show and not speak. The truth is, this is not a profound moment. It's just a very good illustration of something we already knew. The left does not like to hear the truth. You've been an outspoken critic of you-know-who in the White House since before he took office, and we've been talking about the impeachment conversation. What what have you been thinking about in terms of impeachment, (laughs) the hearings? Have you watched any of them? I've watched some. I I think uh, no matter what, no matter what happens, which we know probably in the Senate he won't get convicted or whatever, but uh, 
It, he, we have to do this. It's, uh, we have to go through the motions. Symbolically, it means something. It's a taint on his presidency, more than a taint. It's a stain, one that he deeply deserves. So, uh, yes, we will go through it and take our chances. We have to take our chances. No matter what, he's going to try and use it, that he got ahead of it, he beat it like a gangster. I, I beat the rap, I beat them like the Teflon Don. But he, he has to take that punishment. He's... Uh, He's, uh, I always say, he's a lowlife. Yeah. He's yeah. a lowlife. This guy, he'd, he'd want to get elected a third term. Yes. He yeah. even joked about it. Yes. He'd want to be king for life. Mm -hmm. All these things are true. We see that. We know that about him now. This guy has got to be taken seriously, and he's got to be taken out of office. What about his... But you, you also, a, uh, Bobby, you also talk about his children, uh, and you say that they're like a gangster family, too. <laughs> I don't want my kids to take this the wrong way, but if my kids did what these kids did, I wouldn't want to be related to them. I would disown them. Now, I was actually asked about this specific part of the episode by Sebastian Gorka on his radio show the other day. So that was the first time I actually heard what De Niro said about the Trump kids. So I'm just going to play back that part of my interview on Sebastian Gorka's radio show. So the president is worse than a wife beater and a murderous psychopath. You've worked with these people. You have a film coming out, I think, uh, in, 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 the, in the coming year. Um, how, how does it work that Hollywood gets so detached from reality and you think, no, it can't get any worse, and then we hear things like that, Chris? In, in Hollywood in general, actors tend to have Trump derangement syndrome by like a million. I mean, they just live in their own bubble. They don't actually, they, they're not actually capable of comprehending reality because they don't, they're not exposed to it. They just, they just, it's the feedback loop, right? And I mean, I don't know if you've seen, oh, well, you must have, but you, you know, you, you can see interviews when Trump was campaigning with his kids, right? Like Ivanka at one point revealed that Donald Trump every morning would tell them, like, no cigarettes, no drugs, no alcohol. Right. Like, every single morning. She was like, this became insufferable. I remember in that moment, I, I thought, wow. I, this, that was the moment that I thought, Trump's a good father. And you can really see it in the kids. I mean, they're such good people. I don't even know what he's talking about. Well, this is the point what is that he even, what is he criticizing? This for? is the point that our producer made. He he's, he throws out these faux tough man lines like, "Oh, he's a low life," but he never substantiates yeah. it. Does he think that he's in a movie no. and the whole life is fantasy? You know, it, it, that is a thing that happens. That is a thing that happens. I've heard this about many actors, and you can actually see it with somebody like Johnny Depp or Madonna, where they will, for a part, they might put on an accent. Or for a part, they might. Uh, you can see this with um, uh, uh, who's the other guy? Not, not De Niro, but the other guy that's the pa Pacino. Actor. Pacino. Yeah, Pacino. Uh, Pacino did not speak like uh, like like he speaks now before a sense of a woman. Once he made a sense of a woman, you know, he got this sort of gruff talk going. But before that, he kind of spoke like a normal person. There is a there is something that happens with actors sometimes where they'll do roles that become iconic, and they really like the character that they played, and so they kind of start to embody the character. A lot of actors think that they're like more like the characters they play than they actually are because you know they've played those characters. They've embodied the character. They helped create it, and so they start to embody it in real life. But it's not, you know, dumb, I mean, come on. The guy's just an actor, 
Robert De Niro is just an actor. People just it's, it's hard, I think, for people to separate the actor from the characters that they play because we Chris, don't really see them in day-to-day life, but the, they're different people. The trouble is, he is just an actor, but the phenomena that you have just described of entitled individuals living in an alternate universe that's not just about Hollywood actors. We're actually witnessing it right now. I've got the TV playing, and that's exactly what we're seeing with the impeachment of Donald Trump, the most successful president in at least two generations, an alternate universe of lies and fantasy. And your video, the full extent of Joe Biden's corruption, will be our topic in our next segment. Stay tuned to America First. So, yeah, I totally agree with myself. (laughs) But I think there's something far more important that De Niro said uh, in this appearance on The View, and I'm going to play that now. We want the American people, of course, to vote. Vote him out. Register. Get young people. Get Latinos. Get African Americans. Everybody out there. Don't be apathetic. you got to get out there now and vote. This show, The View, is such a well of unintended honesty by Democrats. Usually it's from Joy Behar, but in this instance, it's from Robert De Niro. These people aren't politicians, so they don't understand that there are certain truths about Democrat strategy that the Democrat politicians don't really want revealed to the American public. In this case, Robert De Niro does not understand that Democrat politicians would rather the public believe that they are genuinely interested in the well-being of black people, Latinos, and young people, rather than just exploiting them for votes. Now, maybe De Niro really believed that the Democrat Party had the best interest of these voters at heart. Maybe he thinks that these voters would naturally want to vote for the Democrats, but a reasonable person would be supporting a party which has the best interest of all Americans at heart. So either Robert De Niro only cares about the groups that he just mentioned, or he believes in exploiting various demographic groups for votes because he knows those are the groups that are more easily convinced by the propaganda that the Democrats put out. And now De Niro is saying this. You know, you, you choose a president or a leader just because you like them or this and that. You don't really know much about them, and I, I understand that. And they read certain tabloids. They read Inquirer, Star, all that stuff, and mm-hmm. somewhere in the way out in the, in the middle of the country where I think those people need to learn and be taught and be led by the people who are more enlightened. What they've heard on Fox News or Rush Limbaugh, they believe it is gospel. I just tell me if I'm wrong, but I just think that maybe we have to give up on those. I just consider them lost for now. And like you just said, maybe we reach their children. So as they become 18, they'll turn this around. They'll vote the right way. Well, it's but the problem is it gets worse and worse. And if you allow someone like Trump to really become more of a demagogue eventually. I mean, they laughed. Didn't they laugh at Hitler? Didn't they laugh at Mussolini? Look how silly they look. Look at Trump, how silly he looks. I don't know what that is, but you've got, you've got, uh, he's a clown, but a dangerous one. I always say low life because he's a low life. Um, he's not a pig. I used to call him a pig, but he's, pigs have dignity. He has no dignity, no nothing. He's a, a disgrace to the human race, if you will. It could happen. It could happen fairly quickly and in a way that, that you might not even, you might not see it coming. And then before you know it, all of a sudden, certain rights are suspended, yeah. an election is suspended, and he's doing it for the good of the country, protect mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Yep. They need to understand now that you should be afraid. Yeah. No, I, no I, I, I'd like to see a bag of shit right in his face. 
hit him right in the face like that and let the picture go all over the world. And that would be the most humiliating thing because he needs to be humiliated. He needs to be confronted and humiliated. Well, that's lovely. All right. Well, I'll see you next time. Oh, and remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much. That isn't so. Good night. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. 